Wait, how old is she? 21. She's months? almost two, yeah. And how often is she wearing diapers? Every day. I mean, unless we're doing the... You think that's it? That's the problem. That's it. Stop. That's the only problem. That's it. Stop using diapers. Time for endies. Get rid of the trainers. Self-dressing. Get rid of the trainers. And I would even go from trainers to just commando for two weeks. Really? Yep. Between 12 and 18 months, we really want to stop using daytime diapers because that's the Montessori sensitive period when that developmental task is up. This is what we do right now. And then once mm -hmm. we get past that, we can open ourselves to learning all the other things. Since you're past it, no big deal. No harm, no foul. You just need to stop using, like, just stop using the diapers. When they start to use the diapers in, as a preference, that's really when you stop. So that probably started happening mm -hmm. around 13, 14 months. Okay. And... I'm not judging you. I love you. I, don't I think feel, this yeah. is great. So all you got to do is just stop using them during the day. Hey guys, my name is Shayla. Welcome to the Hey Shayla podcast. I went from full-time travel to full-time new COVID mom and holy wow, is motherhood and adulting a learning curve. There are so many decisions we need to make and a million ways to do it right. I created this podcast to interview some of my gurus to share their knowledge and empower you on your journey. Let me be your guinea pig and ask the questions that you think everyone else knows. Here, we're a little hippie. We try to do things as naturally as possible and we don't take ourselves too seriously. But above all, we support one another and work to find what works. If you're into it, you're our people. Let's get started. All right. Thank you everybody for coming back and listening to the Hey Shayla podcast today. I have Andrea from Go Diaper Free from Tiny Undies from all of the things. She wrote a book on how to do elimination communication. And if you're not sure what that is, we're going to dive into it, but would you say that I, I say it's infant potty training and I know that's not technically, okay. Yeah. That's it. Yes. You can say that. I mean, it's, it's allowed. There's no police that are going to come get you for saying that, but it's technically not potty training, right? but just to help people wrap their heads around it. It's basically potty training from birth, but it's different, but it does start very, very early as opposed to toddler toilet training. Right. And yeah. so we're going to get into how you got into it, how you started, like your teaching the whole thing. And then I just said this to you, but I'm like, then we're going to do self-serving podcasts because Aaliyah is 21 months. She's almost two. And we've been doing it since six months and she definitely potties, but she doesn't, I just need to, we just need to get into a little bit more of that. So if there's anyone else listening who has a toddler that started EC or not, and they're trying to get into this, like actually wrapping this diaper train up, we'll talk about that a little bit too. Yeah, so we will talk about, like, if you find me too late, which to be honest, a lot of people do. Yeah, because who's looking at potty training for their infant? Nobody. Nobody except Unless for me. They, yeah. I know. <laughs> and dorks like us. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't and you're like, oh, no, I missed the boat. I totally like Shayla, you're pregnant. So you, I have a book for each of your babies. There, There's one for toddlers and there's one for infants. And it's a very different process. But like no matter what age your baby is or toddler is, you can get out of diapers pretty quickly with me. So I'm, I'm across the hole. I, I just wanted to make sure everybody has an out. If Which you is want even it. better than cloth diapering. Just no diapering would no be. No diapering. Yeah. I like it. Go diaper free. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the point. Well, even when we go diaper free, we're, we're like free from dependence on diapers. So you can use a diaper as right. a tool, as a backup, but it's no longer a toilet once you know about EC or once you've decided to potty train. Your diaper becomes a tool, which is all it really was meant to do in the first place. Right. Meant to be. Right. Because even when, because we do really good when we're at home and then when we leave, I'm like, you're going to, I'm not going to put you in a tiny trainer. That's what I do when we're, we're serious. About yeah. It. Yes. But, okay. So tell how, like, how did you get into it? And how did you, I mean, you didn't create this idea. This wasn't your idea, right? No, this is like I ancient. <laughs> I mean, this is what diapers all, are new, right? Diapers are cloth diapers, commercial cloth diapers, a couple hundred years, disposable diapers, 1961. And nobody wanted them. What? So then they did scientific studies and they said, oh, you have to wait for readiness. And then everybody is in diapers till an average of three years old. Now yeah. in the fifties before diapers, it was about 18 months that everybody was done. 92% were done what? by 18 months. I posted a picture of me on the toilet and somebody's like, look, your mom was progressive and she was doing EC with you. And I was like, oh, you haven't read Andrea's book. This was actually the norm back then. This was normal back then. I yeah. Know. 18 months, which looks young, but like all of my babies were out of diapers by walking. None of them had hardly any poopy diapers at all. I didn't have to potty train any of them. Yes, I wrote a potty training book as well, but I researched that. Like it was, and it was based on what I do with EC, but it was like, I didn't have to do that. We just had this, I don't know, it was just different. Yeah, it was a little more upfront work in some ways, but in a lot of ways, I mean, it totally paid off. I saved 10 grand in diapers. I mean, there are so many benefits of it, but my kids to this day, I bring them to a nice restaurant. I'm a single mom. I sit down with all five of them. And we have a nice fine dining experience. They are ages three to 11. And I swear that it's because of EC. I swear it's because they were so independent. They're so Um. independent from day one. They have so much self-confidence because they never had to crap or poop or pee themselves. Like they never had to sit in their own waist. And they're like super centered. Maybe it was just more than EC. Maybe it's my whole mindset. Maybe it's just luck. Who knows? But I think that it had a big part in it. Like they've never had a social issue and they have really good behavior because they're just like toilet training normalizes babies and toddlers that normalizes their behavior they're like okay i got i got nothing weird going on hygienically i can be out here with people right it's really impactful well and it's wild because like last night because she is not like a heavy night wetter i guess like her diapers are typically somewhat dry not somewhat but they're not full anyway last night for whatever reason she was full and she was like she was saying potty, which is like, get this diaper off of me. And so we had to change her in the middle of the night because she was like, this is so, and she was in a disposable, which is supposed to wick away all the things. And she was not happy. Changed her diaper. She fell back asleep. See, like she knows. So yeah, she knows, but she's not They're quite smarter. There. They're smarter than we, we make them out to be. So yeah, diapers are a new thing. This is what humans have done with their babies for all of human history. Because if you think about it, would the cavemen have ever been successful procreating for very long if babies were pooping and peeing all over the cave? <laughs> no. <laughs> there would have been massive disease. We would have died out a really long time ago. We wouldn't even have made it past whatever um, the the big forehead guys, you know, Neanderthals. <laughs> Would have made it past that, right? And well, no animals, animals don't do that either. No, yeah. no mammals wear diapers except for ours, or, and ours only or go in their cave. All or over the go place. in their cave, yeah. but ours don't even go in their cave. Like a baby is born with such strong instincts that they cry and cry, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what do you want? Stick them on the boob. Try to rock them. Stick a pacifier in the mouth. Try everything, and then finally you check their diaper and they're wet or they're poopy, mm. and you're like, oh, you were crying because you're wet. You're crying because you're poopy. Yeah. No, no, no. If you rewind just a second. 
They were crying because they wanted you to take the thing off so they didn't have to go on themselves. Hmm. Or you, or in their house. Like it is that deeply wired in our baby's brains. And then we slowly teach them to use this as a toilet. Not really against, I would say against their will, but we don't know any better. So it's not our fault. It's definitely the experts' faults and the pediatricians and all the people who Pampers University has paid to make more money. I mean, really. And it's also convenience, sure. But we even, you know, our grandparents didn't want to do this. They were like, no, we don't want to put paper on our babies. And once they're walking, we're done with diapers. We're not washing anymore. And so this is such a new thing. And EC is literally what they've always done. But we modify it. We make it good for carpets and we've got toilets to use and we've got clothing. We have busy lives. I'm like, I have two businesses and I have five children and I'm single and I have a house and like got like an acre of land and a bunch of sh- You run events every week. I yeah. run events. I teach dance. <laughs> I do all the things. And if I didn't have a diaper as a backup, EC would have been harder and I probably wouldn't have been able to have as much success as I had. So yeah, we totally modify it to make it doable. And the people in my community, hundreds of thousands, I've helped so many babies. They do not all do it all or nothing. It is not completely full time for almost anybody. And even with me, I was like every other pee, I'm good. And as long as I get the poops, I'm happy. Yeah. And then once they're walking, okay, we're just not using diapers anymore. They rise to the occasion. They sync up with me. Mm. We're done. It's just like feeding. It's just like sleeping. Like, hey, all right, this is time. You like, you want to do it yourself? Yeah, that's what let's we do. Do that. Yeah, let's yeah. make it happen. And I'm like so supportive of that because it makes my job easier. And I don't have a <laughs> like. I'm kind of a. I'm a little bit of a lazy mom. I'm the one who's like, everybody go outside and play, and nobody will. So I go sit outside, and then they all go outside, and then <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Yeah, and I get to relax and read a book. That's the kind of mom I. <laughs> but am. I like the approach of like you're saying, "Oh, go diaper free, blah blah blah." But you're also like, "Yeah, we catch every other one. We catch the poops. Yes. If you are doing it part time because your kid's in daycare, cool. Part time totally works. It approachable. Works it's so approachable, and I want it to be accessible. I want people to know because I met somebody who comes to my dance every week, and she was like, "Oh, I, I read somebody else's book. I didn't read your book. I didn't find your book until my baby, my child was two. And I'd given up on EC because it said, don't use any diapers. She made me feel so guilty for not doing it all the time. And I literally could not keep up with the demands of being a new first time mom and doing EC. I just couldn't stick with it. So I read your book when she was two, just because I wanted to know what I missed out on. (laughs) And she's like, the biggest thing I got from it is that you were going to accept me for who I am and what I'm capable of right now. Totally. And then I also kind of nudge people like, yeah, I know you don't feel ready to take them out of diapers at one, but just trust me, do it and see what happens. What's right. the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah, you get pee all over the carpet. Uh, so what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like that's going to happen anyway. Like, yeah. Three or four. So might as well try it now. And it yeah. works. I know. Work. Yeah. yeah. I love people. I don't want them to feel pressured or bad well, about Well, and themselves. that's like for me, it was – uh, go diaper free and just kind of watch your baby in the beginning. And I started at four months and I've talked about this in my videos and stuff, but I started at the four month sleep regression. So like, I don't know the most stressful time in the Good first timing. four months. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> forget this. And how do people have time to sit and watch their baby without their diapers on? This is insane, whatever. And so I was like, no, I, I can't do it. And then Seth was on board because he didn't want to do diapers. And he's like, so at six months, he's like, Hey, are we going to try that? elimination communication thing. And I was like, you want to? Yeah, sure. It went great. 
it went so well. She loved it. We loved it. Cause you can tell your baby, especially when they're infants. I used to be like, Oh, she's about to poop. Her nose would turn red. She'd start to grunt down and I would just watch her poop herself. And so now when I see people like posting videos of them, their babies doing the cute little poop face, I'm like, they should just throw that baby on the, uh, on the body. Right. Why are you waiting would... for the diaper to fill up and then clean right. it up afterwards? Yeah. It's you see them start to poop. Just, yes. this is what I say. You say, wait, and you take the, and they make eye contact, wait, and you just take that diaper off as fast as you can with a calm, calm spirit. You pick them <laughs> up and you hold them. I don't have a baby doll up here, but you hold them by the thighs, their body against your chest. Yes. And you say, <clears throat> And you grunt. Yeah. That's what everybody has always done for all of you ministry. Your baby hears that and is like, oh, that's the noise I make, you know? And that's yeah. like the si- si- signal of like, okay, I can release and let go. And then you catch the rest. You're like, you can squat over the toilet with a, their baby stool under your butt, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can like literally start catching poops and have them poop trained overnight. Wow. It is so easy. And of course, if you wait till 16 months, if you wait till two years old, it's going to be harder because you unbeknownst to you, you have taught your child to use the diaper as their toilet and with no other option. Mm-hmm. So if you have a baby and you notice they're pooping and you know, and some babies stealth poop, so we don't, we're not saying all babies give stealth like, poop. some of them just, and you're like, what is that smell? Oh my God, what, that just happened? How did this, I didn't even hear it. Yeah. So if you have one of those, don't listen to what I'm saying. But if you don't and you're like, oh, are you just, no, like everybody knows that their baby's yes. pooping. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you miss half of it. Right. Get the other half in the toilet. Yep. And then guess what? The next time that baby needs to poop, they're going to look at you mm-hmm. and they are going to go, hey, can we do that thing? Because I liked that thing. I don't want to do it on myself. I don't want to yeah. do it on myself. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah. Well, and that's it. So once we started doing it, I didn't do the whole, uh, and this is what I'm saying is like, you give options of like, oh, sometimes you just know when your baby does it. And I remember reading that being like, what? I just, but then sometimes I'm like, it's been a little while. You're still dry. Let's give it a, and then she pees. And I'm like, <laughs> intuition, intuition. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But then welcome was, to the world of intuition. It was is like a great inductee for intuition. Yes. But then it was <laughs> transitional stuff. So like after she eats, after a car ride, after an activity act, whatever. And that's when it started like really working. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And it's, and it's a, offer instead of a training really like instead of a have to yeah Yeah. like here's an opportunity to go potty we call that a potty tunity and this is a chance and and trademark it or not (laughs) (laughs) it should be this is a chance so we we do offer so i have i have a a free easy start guide which everybody watching should totally download do you mind if i share that link no yeah Okay, godiaperfree.com forward slash start. So godiaperfree.com forward slash start. And it's a one pager, it's super, because I like to make things really simple. That's sort of my gift. On this page, you will see the most common signals, the most common positions that you hold a baby in to go to the bathroom, but you will also see the four easy catches. And that's a really great way to just try it and to be like, okay, this makes sense. I can't exactly unknow what we just heard them saying. (laughs) It worked for them. I kind of like Shayla, kind of like Andrea. Maybe I'll want to try a little. And you can try one of the four easy catches. So the, the wake-ups, the poops, the diaper changes. You're always already doing – they're there doing these things all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Or the transitions before and after something, which, by yes. the way, makes them so much less fussy, so much more comfortable for so much longer. And you have the ability to, like, take a shower and do things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing. It takes this huge thing off your plate. Like, yeah. I don't have to change poopy diapers. I have freedom to do other things now. <laughs> I'm tangenting. But like the four easy catches are totally a good way and a really easy way to just try it out 
And they go, yeah, maybe I'll just pick one of those and try it every day for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And maybe at first they don't do anything, but then they start to go, wait, I'm getting a chance here to do something that feels good. So I'm going to sync up with mom or dad. Yeah. And you find your, oh, this one doesn't work. All right, let's try the other one. Well, let's try the other one. And you figure out what works for you and just stick with it. It's an exposure technique. So you're basically not springing, like I have a potty right here. You're not springing this on them in three or four years. You are, you are just, this is what we do. We have chances to go to the bathroom. We also wear a diaper for when we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's kind of like exposing them to solid foods or uh, helping them to sleep by giving them a bedtime eventually. Right. You know, there's structure that we get to provide. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like Aaliyah knows what to do when she's on there. And right. a lot of people, they say that when they start to try and potty train, the hardest part is getting their kid to sit on the potty. Yeah. And not be afraid of yeah. it. Of the poop falling out of their butt because yeah. you're close or the toilet is terrifying for them. <laughs> so like imagine if you exposure. just expose them every day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because we go to my sister's house where we don't have this potty. It's like just a big toilet. And she does not like sitting on the big, big toilet. Yeah. So I did the lean her back against my chest, hold her thighs over the sink. My sister wasn't stoked about it, but <laughs> she peed. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was like, okay, well, you were just super uncomfortable on the big well, toilet. Fine. That's a deep squat too. So, you know, you've mm. seen the the squatty potty and mm-hmm. maybe you've seen the awesome viral video of the unicorn poop. Um no. what you haven't. Oh my god, you've got to see that. <laughs> just look it up. Unicorn squatty potty, and you will see the most hilarious video ever. Mm. And basically it talks about how in a deep squat, your sphincter, your 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 anal canal is basically in prime position to push out a poop easier, more easily. Mm. And everything is shorter. Like that's why we give birth in a squat. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. It makes the birth canal shorter. It's easier. Things come out faster. The sphincters relax. It's magic how nature is just like perfect. Mm. So when you're holding them in that position, they're in a deep squat. So nine times out of 10, they're going to go, especially, and I'm talking like everybody watching, like this is zero to 18 months and especially zero to 12 months. If you're in that window, if you're 12 to 18 months, you're going to start and wrap up EC pretty much like immediately. It's awesome. And zero to 12 months is awesome. There's just different ways to start at all the different ages. And I definitely cover that in all the things I teach. And you probably notice that too. Like yeah. you start at six months, it's different from starting with a newborn. Yeah. And newborns are easier because they don't really peer poop that much. And they're very primal. All right. We're going to take a brief break so I can tell you about a company that I'm affiliate with. It's one of my favorite baby carriers and it's called Tush Baby. And Tush Baby is perfect for when your baby wants up, down, up, down, up, down. This thing is fantastic. It is a belt with a seat and your baby can sit facing you, facing outward. She loved this thing in Target, which surprised me. I used it in the morning caregivers like this grandparents, cause it alleviates some of the pressure on the hips and the back. If you're interested in checking out Tush baby, you get 15% off with code. Hey, Shayla, let's get back to the show. But you also said that newborns or not, maybe not newborns. If in some phase, which I don't remember now, they pee a lot, a lot, a lot, a they lot, do a pee lot. a lot, a lot, a lot after the first week of being born. Definitely. So you're like, so you're not going to catch all of them. That's it. You're that's, not going to catch all of them. Yeah. Definitely let go of that one. Like that's never going to happen. And also, (laughs) also, um, when they sleep all the time. So when they wake up, um, you have a hormone. Everybody does. All mammals do that we emit when we're sleeping so that we don't pee and poop ourselves in our sleep. All mammals. Wow. Antidiuretic hormone. And when I found out about this when I was pregnant, because I was researching free births, because I've done that a couple of times. 
And I was like, okay, why do I have to pee so much when I'm pregnant? Oh, because antidiuretic hormone is low. And then I started reading up and I was like, oh my gosh, we admit this when we're asleep. And when we start to wake up, which babies do quite often, yeah. and newborns are like constantly in this short sleep cycle, my bladder fills and now I have to pee. What? So we literally get so many chances for success with a newborn and we get into a habit as parents of this is, we're starting as we mean to go on. This is just what we do. Right. So if you just do the wake-ups with newborns and also the poops, that's literally all you need to do. You don't even really need to – unless it just doesn't – it feels totally foreign, in which case I will be happy to hold your hand. But that is – it's super easy. Zero to So how did you get into – like did your – parents do this do or like no. how did, yeah how did you I was probably trained at two yeah I'm a child of the late 70s um <laughs> <laughs> you know so I heard about it when I was I wasn't even pregnant I didn't even want to have kids yet but when I heard about EC I was like oh I could totally have some kids because I hate changing poopy diapers and I was oh just my like gosh oh I don't seriously. Have to change oh okay that was yeah. a barrier barrier yeah injury, I'm it? not kidding that was the barrier <laughs> like when I was when I was babysitting when I was little I hated that. And I was oh like, I just, they're so, oh, it's so disgusting. The, these children so are so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So when I was like 28 or so, my friend had a baby who was 14 months old, fully fluent, speaking full language, like Montessori, Waldorf, all the things, perfect parent, breastfed on demand all the time, baby wore. I learned all about attachment parenting from her. And she did not do EC. And I had a friend of a friend who did, and I heard they didn't use diapers. Their baby went to the bathroom in the sink. And I was like, okay, whatever that is, I'm totally doing that if I ever have a baby. Yeah. And maybe I could have a baby now because that sounds awesome. That just makes sense to me. I don't know. And so the fact that my friend didn't do that and then had a two and a half year old that still wasn't, I came and visited her every month, two and a half, this totally vibrant, fluent yeah. English child saying, um, I need to go poop in my diaper. Excuse me. I'm going to go over here. You know, yeah, go hide. Yeah. it didn't make any sense. And then watching her potty train her was like so traumatic. And this mom was so perfect in my eyes. And she felt like so she felt so overwhelmed by EC that she couldn't figure out how to start it. So she never did it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, okay, I'm totally going to make sure that doesn't happen to me. So when I'm pregnant, I will read every book on it. There were only three. So I read all the books on it and I still didn't understand it. I was like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. My baby came and then I was like, okay, um, we just need to make this work because I'm not going to let that happen to me. She felt like a failure yeah, because she didn't have the right resources. So I ended up creating the resources and making yeah, it really with so many pictures, so many pictures, videos, yes. support forum, like audio book because who really can sit and read a book with a new baby especially as fast and as the book was. that you wrote you're like we're just gonna get into me the potatoes i'm not gonna give yeah. you it this is we're just getting into it because you don't have time for anything else i was like okay yes Fantastic. because i don't want to learn about all the fluffy philosophy behind it i want to get right into how in the heck do i do this yep. thing let me do this thing i want to do this thing so I didn't want that to happen to me. So anyway, when I heard about it, it just made sense. And then when I did it, it, it clicked pretty quickly. And then everybody started asking me about it. And I was like, okay, I just need to make this easy for people because this is life-changing. Mm -hmm. And this is literally all I've known. And I wasn't good at it right away, but I definitely, um, I was committed to it. I was like, I'm, what if I couldn't buy a diaper? What would I do? You know, and and I did have diapers, but I little did you know the pandemic was coming, and that was actually a concern. I her. really had no idea, and that was yeah. really good for business, I must add. But um, <laughs> I would have to say, I believe it. 
Yeah, like we've never really faced a shortage before. And when we did, I did have a baby in diapers and it was no big deal. Like we just, we were kind of, we just stopped using them. Like we were at 17 months. It was all good. I mean, it was at nighttime that we stopped using them. So we'd already been out since 12 months. Oh my gosh. So anyway, long story short is, thank God I ever heard about it from this friend of a friend. And I have thanked him. I've been like, you changed a lot of the world, like the people we've affected. Yeah. Right? Right. Just for trying this. And it makes sense. So it works. I mean, it literally works because of nature. It just does. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like you're teaching the the basics of humanity. I don't know. Okay. So- Yeah. So you have the book from zero to 18, which is the one that I read. I almost, you had a like crazy clearance sale. I didn't buy the book, but I was going to, and then I forgot anyway, for the toddler one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So literally I'm going to tell you what is happening. What, what, why it's not working right now. Yes. So she knows it's like, she is going longer stretches with dry diapers. So I'm like, okay, you know, to hold it. And then I'll put her on the potty and then she goes, but if I don't do that, then she'll just wet her diaper. She does not tell me when she needs to go unless it's poop. If she poops, she'll poop a little bit in her diaper. And then she'll come waddling over to me and go potty, potty, potty. And I go, do you have to go potty? She goes, okay. And then we go to the thing. I have to scoop out the little bit that's in there. And then she finishes on the toilet. So it's almost like she doesn't quite know the cue or something. Until Wait, how old is she? 20, 21. She's months? almost two. Yeah. And how often is she wearing diapers? Every day. I mean, unless we're doing the, you think that's it? That's the problem. That's it. That's oh. the only problem. That's it. Stop using diapers. Done. What about go the now? trainers? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're done here. I'll uh, talk to you later. Yeah, that's it. What about the um, tiny trainers? Cause she does. Yes. Time for endies. These are some time for undies. Get rid of the trainers. Self-dressing. Get rid of the trainers. And I would even go from trainers to just commando for two weeks. Really? Yep. 21 months is way too long to still be in diapers. And I am, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying like, that's the problem. So between 12 and 18 months, we really want to stop using daytime diapers because that's the Montessori sensitive period when that developmental task is up. This is what we do right now. And then once Mm. we get past that, we can open ourselves to learning all the other things. This is the part of the process where it happens. I've got this book has this really cool diagram on us right from the start. And it's got like all the developmental things that happen and when. And I'm kind of integrating this with what we what we know about potty training. So that book is again for people that are listening. Yeah. Montessori from the start. Yeah. Which is by Lilliard and Jessen. So it doesn't really talk a lot about potty training there, but I know in the Montessori classes, 12-month to 18-month classes, they actually put them in cotton training pants during the day only. So when they're awake, they're in that, and they group train them. So it's super cool. I have one of the coaches I that I certified. Yeah, she totally does that. And if you're in a true Montessori class, that's how it's always been because Maria Montessori knew that this was the period for that task. Since you're past it, no big deal, no harm, no foul, but you are impeding her development in this department only not like her health and all that i mean we could we could go there but you're not doing that i know that you're she's doing some toileting you just need to stop using like just stop using the diapers when they start to use the diapers in as a preference that's really when you stop so that probably started happening around 13 14 months 
And I'm not judging you. I love you. I, I think feel, this yeah. is great. So all you got to do is just stop using them during the day. What is the worst thing that's going to happen? She's going to start that poop in commando with no underwear. It's going to fall down her leg and she's going to be like, that's disgusting. I'm never doing that again. Okay. That's it. So should I, I mean, I should roll up my rug. I that's mean, what I'm worried about to. is there's going to be pee and poop all over the place. There's not because you've done too much work for that to happen. It's not going to happen. So she now, here's did. the thing though. You, if you want to do a potty training experience, I will send you my book. And you can do the potty training experience to wrap up EC. And anybody listening who's tried a little bit of pottying with their baby can wrap up with a potty training experience. Wait, tell me what that means. So that basically means you're going to do potty training as if you never did EC before, but it's going to be easier for you because your child's been exposed to the potty. But as far so as product-wise, I know that you have the infant one, the, and I'm talking about books. Right. The toddler one. The toddler one is what I'll send you. And you do oh, what That's what you're talking you about right do. now, the wrap-up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a copy way over there. The tiny potty training book is the one that you can wrap up. I mean, you can do potty training 15, 16, 17, 18 months old, 21 months, and we're still having like, we're not done with EC. Great. This is a great opportunity. We're talking on the, on the phone. This isn't the phone. We're talking today, which is like your signal of, oh my gosh, I have permission to stop doing this. Just stop using diapers during so the why day. So why did she not get it though? Because we've kind of been doing it all Because you're confusing her by using diapers and using the potty. Really? So had I taken the diapers out sooner, yeah, I guess she would have learned sooner. Because the totally. other day she was commando. Because sometimes I change her diaper and then I just like let her run around for a little bit. And there was a potty. The Your potty was on the floor. And she like sat on it and kind of like, I think she farted. And that was all that she did. But I was awesome. like, wait, what? I just need to leave this in the middle of the floor and you'll just like cruise over to it when you need to go. You know what? I wouldn't even bother yourself with the potty training book at this point because you've done so much work already. <laughs> just stop using diapers in the day for a week or two. Roll up your carpet and see what happens. Like, don't leave her naked unless it works. If it works for a couple of weeks and you leave her naked, great. Leave the potty out and leave her naked just for this period of her getting used to getting on it herself because, boy, she probably wants to do everything herself at this age. Right. And that's good. And then we start introducing underwear and you can get whatever she her favorite color her is. She calls yeah. them undies. Oh, that's great. She wants them undies. Yeah. The trainers will stop using those. You can use those on outings if you want to. So they're not all a loss. But the, the, and save them for your other one because they're yeah. gender neutral. So, yeah. yeah um, this is going to give a clear sign that this is not, this is not a diaper or anything like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big girl. And there's no pressure here and we don't want to over talk it and we want to make it keep it really simple and really yeah. like I'm still going to help you probably till like 24, 25, 26 months. But um, just switch gears. Just mm. decide. Hey, we're just going to stop using them. And um, for me, like even at 12 months with Branson, my third, he's super willful. And I'm so glad I did it so early. But 12 months, he turned 12 months old. I was like, all right, good. We're done with the daytime diapers. We were no, nowhere near ready whatever readiness is. We were not. I was just like, whoa, I feel a little like I don't really know what I'm doing and I should. Yeah. I'm Andrea Olson. I should know <laughs> everything about this. And within a couple of days, it was like clockwork. He rose to the occasion. It was I'm not opposed. I mean, what's the worst thing? Like you said, that's going to happen. I'm going to get pee and poo. I've got some disinfecting wipes. I can disinfect yeah. And stuff. what if you could never wash another diaper or buy another one? What would you do? And don't do nighttime, just do daytime. How about what if I only have one baby in diapers in three months? That would be cool. How about you definitely will? <laughs> how about, and how about Shayla? 
why don't you DM me in a couple of days and be like, we did it the day we talked and it's yeah. been amazing. Thank you for giving me permission. Because I think she will. Because she does Dude, know. She's, she's, she stops pooping and comes and tells you. Of yeah. course she's, she's only starting pooping because the diaper is there. That's literally the only reason. Mm. You are, and I say this with the utmost love, you are holding her back by having her in a diaper. Gosh, I feel like that's most of parenting. <laughs> That was night weaning. That was all the things. I was like, I think. So, and you're having your second. So guess what gets to happen? You learn from the first and they weren't mistakes. They were just learning experiences where you're just like, okay, I just, I mean, I've seen your YouTube about what I'm going to do differently, you know, um, at walking next with the next one, take them out of diapers. But I don't think you're going to have a struggle. Number one, because she's a girl. And to be honest, girls are a little bit more. I mean, we'll probably get some hate mail about this, but I'll just go there. Girls are a little bit more conscious about their hygiene than boys. Boys are a little bit more physical. I have three boys and two girls. And even with my own, I'm just like, they're starkly different about what they can tolerate. So I feel like it's going to be super easy. I actually know it's going to be super easy for you. It's just a decision. All right. And it's not, this doesn't mean you're a bad parent if it doesn't work out. And if it doesn't work out, just do a potty training experience. And it will work out. We have an average of seven days where that experience is done. What? And that's all teaching out in the physically. toddler book. Yep. And okay, we're teaching great. physically. We're just, but don't even like think that you need to have it. I'm not even going to send it to you <laughs> until you've tried for yeah. a couple weeks. And I'll buy it. I'll support you with it. But just, I'm just buy it. Just, yeah, okay. Okay. All right. How does that sit with you? Fine. I feel fine about it. I think I just needed someone. I just just needed you to tell me like, that's what that's, that was the barrier. Cause I'm like, that's it. We've done this. You know how to poop, you know, you know how to do it. You're just not doing it. Why aren't you telling me? That was what I thought was the problem. I'm like, why Why tell you if she's got a toilet on her that she could use sometimes maybe if she wants to, why tell you? There's nothing at stake. So here's the interesting part too. So when she's in cloth diapers, she'll just sit in the wet. It's fine. When she's in the trainers. She's like, she says potty immediately after she's gone. <laughs> so with these or with commando, you're going to start getting right before down. you're yeah. starting. Even with naked, you're going to start getting before. Okay. Use the backup that works no matter what age your child is. It's all good. But then like, if I leave the house, I'm going to put her in a cloth diaper. No, put <laughs> her in tiny trainers, put a wet dry pad in the seat of her car seat. Oh. Trust her. She that's is true because we've gone capable. on walks, we've gone to the zoo. She comes back with a dry diaper, and I'm like, we were gone for hours. Why are you still don't dry? use a diaper unless you're like on a long ass road trip, which is fine. But like, don't try not to cuss. I cuss a lot. <laughs> my my podcast has explicit next to it, and people are like, I'm not sure why Shayla's podcast why? is explicit. And I'm like, because I allow the swears. The swears are welcome here. The swears are welcome here. Yeah, the swears are strong within us. Yeah. So I really feel like. It's a matter of trusting her. And she is clearly amazing because she has you both, you and Seth, right? Right. As their parents. Right. You guys are doing all the things. Yes, you're making mistakes. Yes, you're trying your best. Yes, you love her so much. And I think everybody watching and listening also feels that, right? And they feel the same about their babies. Like we're literally, we all want our babies to have the best start. So if you could literally pull a switch and go, okay, I'm going to uninhibit, like I'm going to untether you. Like this is holding you back and it is my fault. I'm going to accept that and own it. And I'm going to take you out of these across the board, except for overnights. Because overnights, if she's peeing, you know, that's, you'll just deal with that later. Same with the babysitter? With the babysitter, I just say, hey, (laughs) <laughs> treat my child like 
Like, a, have you ever babysat a three-year-old who's already potty trained? Yes? Okay, great. Let's do the same thing with her. When she wakes up, take her to the bathroom before a meal, after a meal. Um, she usually goes about every, let's see, at 21 months, probably about every hour. So just know that that's her timing and um, here's her signal. Like, just give her the ropes. Like, if you had your baby on a special medicine, would you want to teach your babysitter how to give that medicine? <laughs> yeah. Like Dumb an question. EpiPen? Yeah. Duh. Here's how yeah. you use an EpiPen. <laughs> if your child were on an EpiPen, would you train your babysitter how to do that? <laughs> No, okay. I didn't see what you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have been working this whole time raising five children while doing EC with them. And I have had to learn how to teach the babysitters all the things. And um, so I do I have a daycare course that talks about using daycares and stuff, a little mini course on that. Because it's it's a question in a lot of people's minds. Like, how can I do this around daycare? Well, right. you can send them to daycare in a diaper, and that's fine. If you're doing at home babysitter, then um, you want to do the first P, even with a daycare. You want to do the foundational P, like when they arrive and just offer the potty so that they have a fresh start and say, all right, babysitter, from here on out, um, I'll maybe you want to put her in tiny trainers during that time if you want to. It won't mess everything up. It's not like you're having a babysitter eight hours a day, five days a week. Right. Well, and she so, knows the difference too. She does know the difference. Yeah. So just say, hey, while you're with sitter, you're going to wear this. But also you start having success with this, Stop doing it different with the babysitter and just teach the babysitter. This is the, these are the, you told me transition times were great for you guys. So do transition times, make a little schedule for her say, Hey, this is, and you know, if she gets a little fussy or squirmy or whatever, or she grabs her crotch and it's been like an hour, take her to the bathroom and then teach your babysitter to not ask if they need to go to not even talk about it, how to be matter of fact, set her on it. And then kind of what? give her some privacy. Don't ask. Don't ask I do if that they all need the time. Go. She says no. I'm like, okay, you well, know. Well, why? Because that's what she's supposed to do developmentally. Oh, first time mommy. That's okay. It's okay. Dude, I will, Don't ask. I will happily be the guinea pig for everybody listening. Yay. Yeah. So here's the thing. When I was a first time mom too, I totally asked and I over asked. So that's how I know. I'm going to take a quick pause. I'm trying to get us outside as much as possible. And as somebody that doesn't love being outside in the cold, just trying to eliminate the barriers to getting outside. And I keep seeing Moreno walls, the base layer fleece as a second layer and a waterproof exterior. I found this base layer called explore. I got a Leah, a set. I got myself a set Moreno wool is supposed to keep you warm in the winter, cool in the summertime. It's an investment, but for me, it was like, I know we're going to be warm and it's one less thing I have to worry about. You can get 20% off with code. Hey, Shayla highly recommend. Let's get back to the show. So in in a in a third world country right now, half the world's babies right now are potty independent by one year old. Okay, so half. We've got a lot of examples of this in real time. Do they talk to their child about go pee pee, go do it? Do you need to do your business? Da, da, da. No. Usually the child will just go where everybody else goes and take themselves and it's done. There's no conversation really needed. They already know. Your Why do you think knows. we do that? Because we're not confident, because we're second guessing ourselves. We lack um, we just over not an innate thing. The diaper is the, is our, our norm. So when we're doing something different, we're like, Oh, I'm going to try this really cool thing. Do you, Oh, do you have to go potty? Is this right? Hmm. Cause there's part of us that's like, 
oh my God, I'm terrified of this child. What if they say no? What if they scream? What if I damage them? What if everything goes and hits the fan yeah. and it's terrible? But really, it's it's um you exude confidence when you don't talk about it when you're more physical. So hmm. just taking them, they know what's going on. It's almost like we're coddling and we're dumbing them down when we over-explain things. She says no, but when she doesn't say no, that means yes. Okay. And so here's so the other thing woman. I want to add to that. And I know, right? You're so <laughs> a woman. Little woman. So here's the other thing about anybody listening or watching this. So if your child says yes when they mean yes, kind of an anomaly at this age, but great, then ask them. You know you have that relationship, great. If you have a child like my third, Branson, who's like, oh my gosh, he's so stubborn. I would never ask him if he needs to go to the bathroom. Nowadays, I will, and he'll give me a yes or no, but he is like the eye rolling, fit throwing. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I had to potty train him at, like, he'd still be in diapers. He'd just turn five. He, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But I think that, you know, your third is five. Them, my third is five. So you have two more younger than that? Wait, he's my fourth. I'm sorry, I lost count. <laughs> How old are your kids? No, the youngest is three and he's five. He's my fourth. Okay. I lost track. For I was a like, second. you have so many young little babies. I thought I they mean, were maybe, like... maybe I'll have more someday. I am, I am hoping someday, maybe to have. Oh like, my gosh! I, I think we're stopping first. it too. <laughs> the fourth is the easiest. Yeah. Fourth is the easiest. I swear. Oh Second is so hard. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that. Oh. Okay. So here, <laughs> third is harder. So maybe just stop here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess my point is though, and I think it's a super important point is. If your child says no to everything just to assert their will, then right. don't ask. If your child says no just to toy with that and then won't say anything when they mean yes, then maybe don't ask. If your child says yes when they mean yes and no when they mean no, then ask. And if you are over-narrating and over-talking in your child's <laughs> life, that. oh, yeah. if that's, that's you, think about why am I doing this? Are you just talking to reassure yourself? Or is this like also teaching them? And there is some of that. And is there a middle ground of like, okay, actually you may not be talking back to me that much, but you know what's going on. Yeah. Like where you can actually just let go a little bit and trust. Because when your new baby comes, are you going to have the time to sit down and explain everything to your daughter? <laughs> no. And she's going to be like, I was used to all this coddling and attention and now I've got nothing. And maybe there's some behavioral stuff that can come up, oh, you know? Yeah. So maybe he's trying to try to, you know, switch gears and get into this. I'm actually excited. Of, I'm excited to try it. It's this. freedom. It's literally yeah. freedom. You won't have to do as much. You can well, be lazy like me and sit and read a book and perfect. But <laughs> I feel like you always doubt your kids and then like you send them off to a babysitter for the first time. You're like, good luck with bedtime. And then you get a call and they're like, oh, I don't know. They just fell asleep in five minutes. And you're like, totally. that doesn't even happen for me. And they slept through the night. What? Not and fair. So, yeah, yeah. But your kids like rise to the occasion. And I feel like most of the time it's you being like, no, you're not, she's not going to do that. She's not yeah. ready for that. I yeah. Think, no think, faith in them. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, it's a good chance. And that's the other thing. Like I really want to book, I want to write a book called five babies. Like what I've learned after having so many, but also I help a lot of other people's kids. So I, I think I've got a little, a few more babies than five. Like the godmother. I'm like the godmother. And yeah. so like, what have I learned though that I wish I would have known with the first one? And with my YouTube channel, I'm actually stepping into, like I'm renaming it. It's going to be Andrea Olson. And I'm going to start teaching about parenting things because I feel like there's so much stuff that I wish I would have known. If somebody would have just sat me down and talked to me and be like, look, Andrea, 
you, this is your first kid and you're, you're, you're taking all this way too seriously. <laughs> like lighten up a little bit. <laughs> yep. Just baby. Yep. And you're doing great. Yep. And maybe things would be easier. Like and maybe, maybe you'd accept half of that information as a first time mom. I'd be like, yeah, okay. But I'm yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So right. I have to earn your trust first. Yeah. Yeah. Just trust me. But if you're super struggling with one thing, like with this thing yes. that I'm going to tell you straight up, then just this is the answer. Do this and it yep. will work because um, I've seen this enough times to know that. So if you don't have confidence in it, take my word for it. I'm happy to give yeah, you that confidence. I appreciate that. I do. Of course. That's no, what, I mean, we should really be here for each other. Like typically in an intact culture, we'd have like aunts and grandmas and yes. sisters and all that helping us. And we'd be seeing all this as we grew up anyway and mm -hmm. caring for babies seeing birth all of that yes. but since we don't where do we turn for help lots of people turn to you lots of people are turning to me for things other than ec and asking me like how do you do this and that and i'm like oh yeah just do this you know we're yeah, missing especially that because you have the five and all the other yeah experience i know i've definitely learned that like because i would make videos of being like this is what's on my baby registry for Aaliyah," and <laughs> I mean, I used half those things and I'm like, I know. note to self, don't take advice from somebody who's not a mom yet. Like that's kind oh of what, so I like rewatch my videos and I'll remake them rewatching them. And I'm like, yeah, we didn't do that. That's not a thing that I thought I was going to do. Oh, that. do you I do that? Like a happen. screenshot, yes. like a screen and screen. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so I great. It. And so, and even now I'm like, okay, I know way more than I knew before, but not as much as you, because you've got five of them. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it's just, you learn more each time. So I guess what I'm saying is take advice from experienced mothers instead of YouTube moms that are about to have a baby that don't have <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. There are people like you only like to be a leader in this space like you are. You only have to be a small step along right. the path, a little bit ahead of somebody to share That's anything. True. Yes. So even if you've got a 21-month-old and somebody listening has a 14-month-old, you've just been through that and it's fresh and you do have the personality to be able to lead that. So I feel like we all should be leaders for each other. Right. And then there's some of us who just like to be in the spotlight a little bit more. We like to be on camera and we like to be in front of people <laughs> like you and I. We're like hams. We're like, hey, everybody look at me. Right. And and we can be we can be a little bit more of like a beacon of well, hey, and that's kind of some guidance, right? And that's what I always try and because I'm not the EC expert, but I'm gonna introduce you to my experience with it, right? What worked, what didn't work, and you know what? Here's Andrea that is the ex <laughs> really though. I'm always yeah. like, here's a here's the buffet. You can yeah. sample what you want. And if you really like this meal, go figure out how to make it. Like Exactly. I love it. And you're yeah. teaching, um, teaching mamas a fish, not just giving them a fish. Yes. It's so important. And I and I, I would say the same thing. Like you were on my podcast. You're on my episode 173 on the Go Diaper Free podcast. And I wanted to share with everybody your EC experience because it looks different from mine. Um, so I can't just say, oh, everything was perfect for me. Do as I say. No, like I've been working with people in the trenches of EC for 11 years now, and I've literally seen everything. Yeah. I've been running my own forum for most of those years. Now I've trained coaches to run them because I really wanted to write the best book on it. My book was written off of helping people with EC and figuring out what worked or not. And I've updated it over the years. I updated it last year just to keep it fresh mm -hmm. because um, I don't think that just my experience with my kids is enough to teach you EC. And, and I feel like at the same time, I've seen enough with all these other people that I can handle that. Like, if you talk to me about baby sleep, yeah, I can give you some advice, but I'm probably going to refer you to somebody else. Right. Because I'm not the best at that. 
I'm definitely not the best at that. I got lucky with my last one, but the rest of them, I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, and even like I've seen, even when you're the expert, you don't always follow your own advice. You're like, I'm the expert here, but I'm not doing this to the T because all of your children are different or you're in a different life place or like whatever. My second baby, Isadora, between eight and 12 months, we didn't do any EC. And I was like, I'm a fraud. Like I'm totally telling her right. to do this and we're not doing anything. She's in cloth diapers and I'm not doing anything. So, but I used that and I went, okay, Why? I'm going to get back on track. Yeah. And I feel myself getting back on track and then I help other people get them back on track because that happened and she was out of diapers at 13 months telling me every single time at 15 months without yeah. many words. Right. <laughs> you know, like- Or the the sign language. Sign language, yeah. just saying a syllable, like- it's so awesome. Like it if is. this piques your that's interest kind of and you want to try it, oh yeah. my gosh, just try it. It's a one catch and you like never go back. It's and so that's much what fun. a lot of people have said. They'll DM you and they'll be like, I kind of thought it was crazy, but I kind of thought it was like made sense. So I just tried it when I thought they had to do it. And I'm shocked that they're doing it. And this is incredible. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yep. It's life-changing. People will come up to me like at a festival or a gymnastics <laughs> or whatever and be like staring at me in a really weird stalky kind of way. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you want? I'll just say that to them. What do you want? And they're like, (laughs) you've changed my life. I know this is weird. I don't want to embarrass you. And they tell me their story. And I'm like, and then I start crying. I'm like, oh, this is so great. I'm so glad. Yeah. You're like, not weird. Thank you for telling me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That keeps me going. So yeah, when you try it, um, especially with the easy start guide, like you can just dip your toe in. And then the people who want to have a kid out of diapers by walking, they're the ones who get my book. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who um, implement what I say in the book. And then on the forums, let my coaches help you to implement the rest. And then my podcast has like anything you can think of. Dude, the podcast is great. It's like a 10 minute snippet just to answer the one question that you have. I do not like to go in depth, (laughs) although I've been interviewing more people lately. So we'll go like an hour and have a super good time. Like I interviewed Melissa Ambrosini because she interviewed me before and she's like this huge Australian author and influencer and she's the most beautiful. Like I want her to be my BFF, but we are too far apart physically (laughs) to be able to do that. Remote BFFs. But, you know, doing that, that was like an hour. We couldn't stop talking. But usually all the podcasts are like, yeah, five to 15 minutes in length because we're busy moms. I answer one thing. And the best way to do that is to go on my website, click on blog, and then put it in the search. Like any term you can think of that you have a question about. Uh. I have pretty much covered everything and I continue to refresh that. Yeah. Um, So that's all free. But like if you really just want to do what I've done and have them out of diapers by one or wherever you are right now. Or you don't want to search for it. That's how you don't want to search for it. it. I'm like, I'm sure this information is all out there already, but I just want the book. Just send me the book. I just want, yes, I just want to read it and And the audio book, like I can listen to the whole thing and learn the whole thing while I baby wear, while I do the laundry. Yeah. I didn't realize there was an audio book. Right now it comes with it. I don't know if it will forever. Everybody listening in 2030 or whenever. Has it always come with it? (laughs) Um, For a while. Yeah. There were a couple of years when I didn't have it with it. Or months, but yeah, totally. Maybe I just didn't know. I was just a new mom. It comes and- with it. If you go to our book owners membership area, you will see the audiobook and yeah, audiobooks yeah. are audiobooks and podcasts, right? That's like the that's, that's very- mom's best friend for sure. Fact, yeah, and YouTube. Like I definitely have learned a thing or two. 
on YouTube. That's how I found you. It's so much easier. But you found me first. Listen. Yeah. I know it is easier to listen. And then your baby's not swatting at the phone trying to grab the video. And (laughs) I know it's stealth learning. You're like, oh, you want something to eat? Cool. I'm also learning about this thing. Like totally. Yeah, I love I'm, it. I'm getting a little mommy vacation here while yeah. you're standing. Next I'm tuned to me. out. Don't I mean you see these? I can't hear you. I don't yeah. know. What you do. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah. well, I feel like we got a good intro to somebody who's like, what the H is elimination communication. Now they kind of have an intro. They know where to go if they want more information. If they're in the same situation as me and they've been ECing and now they're <laughs> past the 18 months, lose the diapers. Yes. And if you're past 18 months and you're just like, I don't even know what EC is, but I kind of don't love diapers. I kind of don't love it. And the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be. If you think they're just going to train themselves, that's a bunch of BS. Like really such a gift to give to your child, this gift of their dignity back and their integrity, like all of that. They're so, the look on their faces when they finally have that success is so beautiful. So I do have books for older. I have the book for younger. I have one book for each age group. Literally any, yeah, that's the buffet, right? You can just pick anything on on the whole list, wherever right. you feel like you fit in. No guilt, no pressure. Um, if you want that, great. And if you don't, then I suggest 18 months. Just do a potty training thing. And then you don't have to deal with it. It's like so much easier the younger we do Yeah, it. that was really sweet that you said that they have really cute faces when they get it themselves. I'm oh like, gosh. no, I don't. I like that I don't have to change a poopy diaper. So mine is all self-serving. Like, we got a couple good cute, faces cute. in the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me I'm like you did it this is great and she's like she actually does a lot of uh she puts her baby on the potty yeah she'll potty her baby all the time and my my daughter still does that it's so sweet yeah but it was like it helped to get her to do it because she would sit on it and then her baby would sit on her lap and then they would go potty together oh yeah well think about it in tech culture that's what they do they just go as a little group and the little ones Mm. go with the big ones and then they go pee to the same place you know have you ever wanted to go to a culture that just does this? Yes. Yeah. And just- because when I have been to cultures like this that just do this, I didn't I had no interest in having a child. So I was like in Ghana, West Africa in my what? when I was 20. I stayed there for a month and I know there was one diaper in the whole town of 600 people and it was on this 80-year-old man who was losing what? his mind. Or who'd <gasps> always like he was just the town, you know, he had a mental issue. Dude, you and- need to go back. I know. Trust maybe, me, I want to go. When, maybe timing yeah. isn't great right now, but right. I'm going to go back. And, you know, totally. but there, there were no diapers and all the, I saw mamas dancing with babies strapped to their back, brand new newborns, their heads going all over the place. They all had net control early, sitting early, walking early, dancing early, yeah. really amazing, happy children. No fits, no fusses, no tantrums. I I'm going to go with you, okay? Crying. Just let me know when you're going. Let's go. Oh my Let's gosh. Just, you know what? Let's make it a retreat. It's not and really film it and film it because I really want to make yeah. a documentary on that. Like capture it before it goes away. Um, places or like that don't have back, facilities. So it doesn't for, go away. Right? When yeah. the, and all the diaper waste in places where I have been where they've started introducing diapers like Thailand, it just piles up on the side of the road because no diaper has ever biodegraded. Mm-hmm. So like anybody listening who's like, I still want to use diapers, but I kind of feel bad about that, which – in the end of the day, n- not many people really care about that, to be honest. They still buy disposables and throw them away with poop in them, which you're not supposed to do. So there is a product that's a biodegradable diaper with a Y, D-Y-P-E-R. And for that, like, I yeah, know. I know it biodegrades in 75 days what? in perfect conditions. No kidding. Huh. That's I'm not kidding. And I love them. They're beautiful. They have the little line that shows when they're wet. But you're not going to need those only for your newborn. 
and no, it's a subscription. Good. So you don't even need to go to the store. Like I feel like I've seen those. Do they sell them at Target? No, it's a subscription. No. Oh, all right. It's exclusive. But anyway, mm. those biodegrade, but none of the other ones ever have. So since 1961, they've all just remained in the earth and landfills. That's a wild way to put it. Because I've seen they, it takes 400 years, but yeah. no diaper was made 400 years ago. So every so diaper that's know. ever. I think they're going to all off gas one day and kill us all. That's what I think. Wow. <laughs> like there's so many chemicals in there. Like that can't be good. <laughs> oh we'll my find God. out. <laughs> But the point is, um, the less like I can cut your diaper use in half, at least, if not down to a third. So if that appeals to you, then definitely come check me out. And I've got a resource for everybody. I love I this. I just this is what I do. And then tinyandies.com has all the small potties, newborn potties, baby underwear from six months and up. And it's all like in support of pottying your child, whatever age. Because, you know, all of these links in the show. Yeah. All of these things. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm also an affiliate, so of course they're all going to be hey, down there. Yeah, great. Should give you my full disclosure. The diaper for the compostable ones. Use my link, not <laughs> send <Shayla's>. it over. <laughs> Go diaper.com/slash diaper with a Y. Because <laughs> oh, you know, you guys don't have to pay extra to click our links, but right. we do. We well, do we that. have to disclose that. Anyway, we have to disclose that. Okay, so I just feel like yeah, if you if you need more from me, I can't wait to be of service. Any of you listening or watching, so super fun on Instagram. It's Go Diaper Free. GoDiaperFree.com for the blog. Yep. Okay. Facebook's Go Diaper Free. YouTube is currently Go Diaper Free. Until it changes to all the things. Andrea, Andrea Olson, Olson, baby. Yeah. Just Perfect. wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being on. I loved, I loved this. This was fantastic. And I'm honestly pretty geeked to get going. So maybe I'll share this on my Instagram that I'm going to start this Go Diaper Free challenge. Ooh, Hashtag. Private. Private Hey Shayla yeah. Diaper Free Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep me posted. And you can also DM me and be like, Andrea, I feel like I don't want to blah, blah. No, I'm going to say this moment. is working great. Or you're going to say, Andrea, this is amazing. You were right. Because yeah. I love hearing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know. I know. I told you so. No, I really, I believe in you. It's totally Thanks. like straightforward. And thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please share with somebody you think would love. And I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment and rating below so I can know what you guys are digging, what you want more of, just connect with you a little better. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.